<laughs> Hancock's Half House. It is late in the evening in Railway Cuttings, East Cheam, and aspiring writer Terry Hancock is complaining to housemate Sigmund James about yet another rejection letter. It's a conspiracy, I tell you. A conspiracy. So you've said. It's a plot by the entire publishing world to keep me down. It's the only rational explanation. All of them have said they don't like my book. All of them. Do you know how many rejection letters I've had? Thirty-four. Thirty-four! This latest one is typical. Oh, blimey, me, not again. Listen to this. Oh. Dear Mr Hancock, we would like to say thank you for your manuscript, but we are not going to. The curious incident of the lady who fell backwards was a challenging read, not least because of the curious stains on it. But we don't believe our readers would be interested in your tale of narcoleptic swingers in East Cheam. How do they know? How do they know their readers wouldn't be interested? Have they asked them? Have they asked them? They can't have. Not all of them anyway. But do you know what really galls me? They don't say what they, they do, do want. not at any point in this letter say what they do want. Ah! I know, Sig, I am as outraged as you. Will you please shut your literary cake hole? You haven't stopped banging on about it since you opened the envelope this morning. I've heard the letter in its entirety at least 40 times. But, Sig, it's just that I cannot believe that Look, can't... if you don't stop your gob flapping about, mate, I'll make your body reject your head by ripping it off and booting it out of the window. Well, really, Sigmund James, I fail to see the need for violence. I do. You're still talking. Now put the letter away. It's just so unfair. Life ain't fair, pal. Look, you're born, you keep your head down, and then you stuff it. It's always been like that, and I ain't now you can do about it. It just so happens that during your life, bit you ain't going to be a successful writer. But I am a successful writer. No, you're not. 28th of May, eBay, Homes and Furnishings. For sale, sleeping bag, requires bleach. Ten quid, O-N-O. Pick up only, the Dorchester Arms, Mitcham. Well, that doesn't mean you're a writer. Of course it does. Without my flair for the demotic, I wouldn't have blogged it. So why can't I get anyone to publish any of my books? Maybe they're not very good. How dare you? They're brilliant. In fact, in fact, they may be too brilliant. Publishers may not be able to see how brilliant they are. Perhaps you should try something different. I've tried every genre there is. No, I mean... I've tried romance. The curious incident of the lady who fell backwards in the night time. Sci-fi. It came from Uranus. Thriller. Gone Girl. On the Orient Express. Fantasy. Barry Potter and the Hunger Game of Thrones. And not a sniff. Sigmund. The horror. The horror. Ooh, now, horror. I like horror books. You've never read a book? I've watched film adaptations. Same thing. It is a whole different thing. And besides, my film ideas haven't fared any better anyway. I sent the script for my epic three-hour zombie slasher based on collected obituaries from the Times newspaper direct to Alfred Hitchcock, and I've had nothing back. A fortnight's work wasted. He's dead. Anyway, horror's probably not your thing. Any old Burke can knock out a horror story. Well, sounds like you could write one, then. Of course I could. Writing is me metier. You what? Me metier. It it means I'm good at it. In in foreign words. So write one then. Well, I would. It's just that, well, I, I get sort of scared. Remember when we met? I thought you were a ghost. I disinfected that kilt three times and I still had to give it back to Oxfam. But if you're writing a story, you'll know what's about to happen, won't you? Hello. Hello. 
That's a point. There'll be no nasty surprises if it's all coming out of me. Sig, you may have just had a brilliant idea. For which I'm going to get a percentage of the profits. <laughs> well, now let's not sully this creative endeavour. It endeavor. would be a shame if I had to tell your readers it was all my idea. Ah, oh, yes, yes. All right, shall we say 10%? As long as it's written down as 25%. Eh? Oh, all right, 25. Done. You will be. I've never written a horror story. How should I get in the right frame of mind? Wensleydale. I beg your pardon? Wensleydale. Eat loads of cheese before you go to bed and you'll have corking dreams. You'll dream up a plot. It can't be that easy. Trust me. Just set your alarm for four o'clock and write down what you've just dreamt. Salvador Dali did it all the time. I haven't read any of his. He was a painter. Clocks on cliffs, heads on sticks, that sort of thing. He was Spanish. He probably ate Manchego. Well, I'm not having any of that, then. What have we got? Mature cheddar and half a ball of Edam. I think I'll err on a side of caution and stick to cheddar. It's very mature. It's cheese, Sigmund. What can go wrong? If you say so. All right, I'll cut the mould off and carve you a lump. Four o'clock, he said. Right, alarm set. Time for sleep. Good night, world. Hello, magnum opus. you. I am Salvador Dali. Well, sling your up. Go and have your own cheese dreams. This is mine. Oh, I came into help, but Suja says you'll be sorry. Adios, amigo. It is 1897. My name is Jonathan Harker. Harker. I am a lawyer from East Jean, London, and I have been dispatched to the mysterious land of Transylvania to meet a new client, although I have not been told why. My employer, Mr McAndrews, told me to come, then emigrated to New Zealand, changed his name to Lucy, and now refuses to respond to my letters. No matter. We are presently, at the time of narration, and at this point in the unfolding saga, now steaming through the Carpathian Mountains, and I have a sense of unease. I wonder, could this mysterious client spell danger? Or could it be the eggs Benedict I had for lunch in that buffet car? We pull into the station, fangs cross. From the window of my compartment, I can see my client's castle. I alight with the intention of walking up to it, but choose instead to engage a horse and cart on account of it looking rather steep for a lawyer whose briefs suddenly feel very heavy. Where to, Gov? Castle Dracula. <coughs> Where do you want to go? Castle Dracula, Mush. <coughs> what is wrong with that horse? Maybe I should get a different cart to take me to Castle Dracula. <coughs> Look, will you shut up? It's a good gag, but it's an old one and you're overdoing it. You won't get anyone else to take you to Castle Dracula. That's better. So, you want me to take you? All right, then, how much? It's all on the métier. Oh, oh, that's a good gag. They're funny things, dreams, aren't they? 
The way they take things that happen during the day and mix them all up. Ay, caramba! I told you to keep you and your clocks out of my dream. Andy Armo, scram, vamos! We're here. Castle Dracula! I told you. Let me give you some advice. Always keep your collar turned up. Why, does it get nippy around here? When the count gets thirsty. <laughs> I watch as the driver belts away like the clappers. Alone, by myself and without anyone else around. Solo, I approach the entrance to Castle Dracula. The door is enormous and wooden, much like every other performance around here, and studded with ancient iron. On it was a piece of paper. Free Virgin Broadband. Next to it was another piece of paper. Castle Dracula. No steak sharpeners, exorcists or garlic salesmen. Well, this is it. Right, let me grab this knocker. Yes? Good day. I have an appointment with Count Dracula. At half four in the afternoon? Yes. He's not awake. Asleep? In a way. But I was sent for. I've come all the way from East Cheam. Well? East Cheam... London. Oh! What blood group are you? A. Positive? Definite. Do come in. I'm sure the Count will just love to suck. I mean... See you. If sir would care to wait in the library, I shall inform the master that you have been served. I mean that you have arrived. In here, please. You do need some oil around here, mate. Blimey. Look at all the old stuff in here. I must say, I like the Count's taste. I trust the Count will return the compliment. <laughs> Look at all these books. Let's see. 101 things to do in a coffin all day. <laughs> Flying with echolocation. Why you don't need mirrors? He seems like a well-read bloke. I wonder what he wants me for. You've arrived! Stone me, you scared the life out of me. I didn't hear you open the door. I didn't. I don't need to open the... Oh, hang on. <laughs> Aha! You've arrived! I am Dracula! Who? Count Dracula. Your accent threw me a bit there. Yeah, I know, she's pointing teeth. They're a right pain in the neck sometimes. Anyway, welcome to my Amberluge Castle. Oh, very nice, very nice. Reminds me of one of the Harry Potter films. Yeah, I think they nicked the idea off me. I thought about suing them. I could do. I could do them for thousands. Only thing is, I want to keep off the old legal radar. Speaking of dosh, I was told I'd get my travel expenses reimbursed. Look, I've kept all my tickets. East Cheap to Fangs Cross, change at Paris, Vienna and Istanbul. Four guineas, six shillings, 24 eightpennies and a farthing to bribe that bloody horse to You will be paid back in full, I have no fear. Ah, oh, dinner. You must be hungry. 
Oh, yeah, I could murder a steak. Look, mate, do me a favour, don't mention steaks and murder. Well, this is top-notch grub. I've never had deep-fried duck alarms before. Yeah, the trick is not to leave it too long in the pan and don't go too heavy on the HP sauce. How do you uh, find the wine? Full-bodied. Yeah, she certainly was. You're not eating much, Count. Oh, my appetite does not tend to rise until midnight when I go into the village for a bite. And tonight it's going to be a full moon, so it's going to be a right old cup. <laughs> but you still haven't told me why you need to engage the services of a lawyer such as like what I am. I need you to make sure my account books are all legal, above board and dead legit and waterproof. There are dark forces set against me, see, intent on depriving me of my freedom and slinging me inside for a while. So I need a legal mind such as yours. The customs and excise people must not beat me. Well, here, here. I hate those parasites. We're not all bad. Now, I must leave you. I have matters to attend to. My butler will see you to your chamber. Until tomorrow. Rightio, you count chip. I'll, I'll see you in the morning. Better make it early evening. I'm planning on having a skimful tonight. Ta-ra! Oi, butler. Arthur, what's for pudding? Blood orange sorbet, sir. I didn't know you grew blood oranges here. We don't. We grow oranges and we have plenty of... Blood. No, 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 anyway, I'm, I'm full. Maybe a little cheese. Man, check up with a nothing Look, I've told you, get out of my dream. I beg your pardon, sir? No, 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 it doesn't matter, thank you. Look, you can go. I'm going to bed. I do wish the Count would let his cat back in. Every time I nod off, it starts up again. Maybe that's why he sleeps during the day. I don't blame him. He's probably still out on the town being suave and debonair. There's not many men who can pull off a black velvet cape, silver top cane, counterfeit trainers and a West Ham woolly hat. What is going on out there? Let me have a look out the window. You know, I could make a fortune flogging WD-40 round here. Hello, hello, what's this? A carriage arriving? With a coat of arms, saying in Ballstock Veritas. A lady getting out and coming inside? Lady Ballstock, you are a vision, a temptress. You inflame my passions to such a degree. And what a neck. I crave a kiss, my Aphrodite. Oh, 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 you silly cunt. Go, go on, be a sport. No, my husband wouldn't like it. I don't want to kiss your husband. Go, 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 go on then. But Count, whatever are you doing? Just put my teeth in, love. Right, here we go. Oh, oh Count Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Morning breaks. After breakfast, I have the day free to explore the village. It is a strange place. All the houses have cloves of garlic on the front doors and all the women have their necks wrapped in bandages. At length, and on account of me spotting an inn, he yoldy hand and yoldy racket, I think swipe this for a game of musketeers, mate, and go inside for a flagon of the local brew. Yeah, what do you want? 
Well, let's see. What's the IPA like? Garlicky. Huh. How about the cider? Garlicky. The lager? Garlicky. How about the house red? Just tastes awful like as it always does. Well, I'll have a glass of that. To yourself, do you want garlic with it? No, thank you. I am not French. Your funeral? I take my drink and find a table. My fellow drinkers are indeed a rough and ready lot. Country folk, seemingly hewn from the very landscape. Hard, unforgiving and brutish. And that's just the wine. The cultured social world and cafe society of East Cheam would not be for them. Then a man approaches and sits beside me. I tense. All eyes are upon us. He begins to speak. Good morning. Oh, not you. What are you doing in my dream? I see you're having a glass of the dangerous stuff. Yes. It doesn't worry you. Oh, why should it? It doesn't have any garlic in. So? I've got one word for you. Vampires. And I've got two words for you, mate. Clear off. No, something about how many turn out, but I... Come, come, sir. Vampires. They're real! No, they're not. Oh, but I've seen them! My good fellow, this is the age of books, of learning, of enlightenment. Surely you don't believe such arrant cobblers. You probably just had a dodgy pint or seven. I was as sober as a judge. Well, that explains it. I couldn't sleep at night, so I decided to take a stroll. I seen a man walking up the road to Castle Dracula when, all of a sudden, he turned into a big bat and threw him through the window. Ooh, I was terrified. You fool! When has a bat done anyone any harm? I am environmentally woke. Bats need protecting. You don't know what you're talking about. That's where you're wrong, see? My card. Trumpet lessons while you wait. No, turn it over. Van Helsing, vampire hunter. Have steak, we'll travel. That's me! Get away. You think there's a vampire around here? I know there is, and he lives at the castle. Well, so do I. You do what? I live at a castle. I've come all the way from London. I'm doing some legal work for the Count. The Count? Oh, but I'm going to kill him tonight. No, don't. I implore you. Why? He hasn't paid me yet. Oh, I'm sorry, but before the sun rises, the Count must die. But why so soon? I only bought a weekend return. It runs out in the morning. I've sharpened my steak. I'm all ready for Will nothing sway you? No, my blood's up, you see. I'll get like this close to the kill. I'll become focused on my task, never allowing anything to distract me from my sacred and sworn path and duty. Nerves of steel and the will of iron, that's me. All right, all right, you could have just said no. Well, in that case, I'll go back to the castle straight away and find where the Count keeps his money. I have every reason to believe he might not pay me. The tap in my bathroom is coin-operated, and there's a combination lock on the toilet roll. I search the castle from top to bottom, but without success. I even look down the back of the chaise long, and all I find is two dozen used toothpicks, some dental floss, and a ballstock castle monogrammed vest. At last, I approach the only chamber I have yet to enter. Right, the only room I haven't been in. Keep out, it says. No, 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 come on, Hancock, he's trying to make you work for free. The swine. I'll make him pay what he owes me. But he might be a vampire. One wrong word and he'll drain all the blood from my body. And I'm not wandering about empty for anyone. No! Courage, Hancock! Carpe! Carp, carp, carpe whatever it is, mon brave. Mr Count, are you in here? Can I have a quick word? 
Hello? Hello? Cooey? Anyone in here? It's a bit dark. Let's open these curtains. Empty, except for a wardrobe. With snoring coming from it. He's trying to hide from me. The Count! Hanging upside down from the tie rack. Who dares to disturb me from my unholy kip? It's me, Count. It's about me, Dosh. If you could just authorise my expenses... The curtains! Close the curtains! The sunlight's getting in! Well, yes, it's rather nice, isn't it? It's a lovely day out there. You bird! Come here, I'll rip your throat out! Ah! 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 Get off! 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 Morning, Hancock. Blimey, you look terrible. I feel terrible. Did you dream anything? I dreamt something all right. Something horrible. Something so evil it beggared belief. Vampires. Blood. Bats. Creatures of the night. Every despicable and unholy act that could be conceived by man. Really? Yes. Needless to say, you were in it. And him from next door. And as for Lady Bullstock's involvement, all I can say is that cheese of yours is definitely past its sell-by date. It sounds like you've got a story for your book, though. You are joking. I'm not reliving all that by writing it down. Scarred for life, I am. What's for breakfast? Black pudding. I've got a fresh bottle of red sauce, too. No, no, no. Keep it away from me. All right, suit yourself. Oh, the post. Hold on. There's one for you here, Hancock. It'll be another rejection. I can't face it. You read it. Dear Mr Hancock. <laughs> well, who's rejecting me now? No one. You're in demand, boy. Really? Does someone want it came from Uranus? No, it's Dr Morgan. He wants to at the surgery for a blood test. Wake up, Hancock. You're having a nightmare. God, I dreamt I was having breakfast with you. Look, calm down. There's someone to see you about a book. Really? Who? That was <laughs> Hancock's Half House. Nightmare on Railway Cuttings Street was written, performed, and produced by Spike Breakwell and Simon Hardiman, with original music by Simon Hardiman. Hancock's Half House is inspired by the work of Ray Galton and Alan Simpson, and of course, Tony Hancock. It was an inshore madman production and was the last in this series of six, but it will be back. For information and much more, Go to HancocksHalfHouse.com <laughs> Hancock's Half House <laughs> Hancock's Half House <laughs> Hancock's Half House <laughs> Hancock's Half House <laughs> Hancock's Half House.